All right, it's time for us to check in on the latest about travel. Are people ready to travel because of the changes to Arrive Can? Claire Newell is our travel expert. She's the president of Travel Best Bets, and she happens to be in California right now. Good morning, Claire. Uh, good morning, Raji. I am. I am in a place, a little great area called Manhattan Beach, which I think there's about 35,000 locals who live here, and it was about... I'd say 15 minutes from LAX. And let me tell you, it's not a touristy spot. It's more locals here and I'm loving it. Um, But I did want to talk quickly about my flight down. Now, I know better. I know that the Vancouver airport is extremely busy in the mornings and during the week in particular. So I was coming down. I came down on Friday with my daughter and we had a 9 a.m. flight. And we got to the airport quite early, knowing, though, we had Nexus and we also were just doing carry-on only. So we arrived at around 6.40 a.m., and I can tell you there were people in line quite nervous. Um, the, the security lineup was long. The customs lineups were long. We had a very full flight, and I, I had heard this from my husband, who had been on a business trip just a couple of days before, that he noticed that the airlines were getting quite strict regarding carry-on rules. And they, they of course, were asking for people and to, to check their bags for free, come up to the gate and say, you know, if you'd like to just check oh, your bag. Oh, no, Claire, I know where up. this is going. No, it, I didn't. I <laughs> okay. was so lucky. But I can tell you that my husband uh, was on a flight, and he actually, they, they asked him to put his bag in the, in the frame. And the frame is being used so much more than it has been um, because so many people want to take carry-on only. And he was in business class, Raji, and they made him gate check it. So I just want to just let people know, just be that prepared. That could happen that for sure. It could happen. And just remember that if you have medicines, if you have headphones or glasses or, you know, your entertainment, make sure that you have that in a separate bag, in the personal bag that you can put underneath the seat in front of you. Um, and the other thing that I did experience, and I know that this is very, very common at the moment, is a gate delay. So once we arrived at LAX, uh, the gate for the Air Canada flights, they have two that are that are typically used by Air Canada, and they were both full, and we actually had to wait for over half an hour on the ground. And it's it's unexpected. You know, it's you just want to land and you want to get to your gate and you want to get off the plane and get in an Uber or a taxi or whatever you want to be able to get into. And more and more flights just because of the situation. We knew that it wasn't going to be an overnight fix. And but I noticed the delays all the way along. Um, but anyway. OK. Um, and otherwise, how has it been? Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, I absolutely love it. We're actually going to see something quite touristy today. Um, we're going actually into LA to the Academy Museum, which is new. It was built during COVID, and I haven't had a chance to see it. Um, I'm excited to go see the Ruby Slippers. Oh yeah, from Dorothy. I've yeah, heard so they're, they're there right now. <laughs> I've heard they're actually yeah. spectacular. So I expect to see yeah. some pictures on social media. And Claire, yeah, a it'll lot be of fun. people, folks are talking about uh, Toronto Pearson a lot these days, and not for great reasons. <laughs> No, honestly, um, they have gone, they, they've just been through the ringer. And of course, all the delays that I've been talking about with customs and with security and luggage and all of that type of thing have really plagued Toronto Pearson Airport. And their reputation is just not improving. J.D. Power did a, a mark, they're a market research firm in the U.S. and they looked at 20 mega airports and Pearson ranked fifth last overall. Oh boy. I mean, it just 
It's awful, awful to hear. Um, but a good news piece I wanted to just quickly talk about, and I know that the official announcements haven't come down. They're probably going to come down on Monday, but um, I know that there are tons of rumors and things and, and government sources letting media know that the Prime Minister has signed off on lifting some pandemic border measures, which is such great news, um, which will mean as of September the 30th, they will drop vaccination requirements for people entering Canada and those random COVID-19 testing at airports. And the big one I feel, especially for older Canadians, um, is the use of the ArriveCan app will become optional. Now, I know that that might sound like it's so insignificant for people who are tech savvy, but really any barrier we've seen impacts travel and tourism. And I do, I've heard it many, many times of people that are say 70 plus saying, I'm, Absolutely. I'm just not going to go. I appreciate you saying that, Claire, because I hear it a lot. I hear it from our listeners. I hear it in the community. A lot of folks, that's been a major deterrent for them in traveling because they don't use smartphones and they found the ArriveCan app really stressful. And yeah. it did create a lot of issues for people. I know the majority of folks found it very easy, breezy, simple to do. But there was definitely a contingent of folks for whom it was a deterrent. Yeah, and that at the end of the day, it, like I say, it's really any little barrier that impacted travel and tourism. So there will certainly be people who will be relieved by this and now start to travel. What I love is because it now indicates that Canada is open for travel. And for those who put on conferences, they look to places with restrictions. And even though a conference might be way down the road, a year or even two out, that's how far business conferences are, are planned now Canada is on the agenda for, for, some, for some of these um, conference organizers, and it hasn't been. Um, it'll be interesting, though. I've had a lot of people send me notes about hoping that the U.S. will follow suit. You know, they have really been slower at dropping certain restrictions than Canada has. So that is also going to, to play into this. Uh, and I, I've been asked, you know, do you know if anything's happening? Is there, a, is there a deadline? And I wish I knew, but unfortunately, I don't. But they have been certainly slower. Okay. Well, I think uh, probably soon we'll start to see a, a, an uptick in travel as a result of the ArriveCan app measures being changed. What do you think? Oh, I hope so. I do worry about that. Obviously, we've been talking over the summer months of just how chaotic it's been at airports. And I wonder what demand will will do to the the existing situation. You know, some places I see that they've really improved, but the demand in where travel has been really top of mind, and that's been in North America and it's been in Europe, we have had the problems and the delays and the flight cancellations and, and the chaos. And in fact, some of the, the um, airports have actually put in further restrictions. And just this week, Amsterdam, uh, planned to further restrict passenger numbers. So they had already put in place September and October um, caps of 67,500 in September. And then in October, 69,500. They've actually now, they've decided that they're going to cut that around another 18%, which is big. And that's because they there's a lack of available tourist um, sorry, security guards, and they want to make sure that there's adequate personnel to ensure traveler safety. So that was a bit disheartening. And I do know that here in Canada that the um, the situation is improving, but it's not altogether gone. And I faced that myself when I when I left on Friday. So, you know, you still have to be patient. You still have to expect long lineups. And, 
just I say prepare for the worst. So packing those bags if you're taking carry-on only is really, really important because even bags that you expect to carry on, again, may be gate-checked. And that could be anywhere, anywhere yeah, in the world. So That is really good advice. And Claire, I think a lot of folks have been wondering how the actual airlines are faring these days. And there's a performance report out from WestJet that is actually not that bad, is it? No, I was really excited um, to see that WestJet has actually had, and this was the, um, the week kind of after Labor Day, their on-time performance and their completion has just been improving and improving. So this report was actually released on September the 14th. And I think that, I think people would be encouraged by this report. So again, certain parts of the world we're seeing some improvements, other parts, you know, we're seeing them rain in, but the Completion factor was really, really high. 98.9% were ske- of their scheduled flights throughout the week of September the 5th to 11th w- w- made it, which is great. Um, what is important, though, is that a lot of um, airlines, of course, monitor their own success. But they also have third-party um, flight statistic companies. And they were saying uh, one company called Cerium showed that WestJet had 78.6% of their airline's departures arrived within 15 minutes of their scheduled time. Again, that's a really good number, considering that less than 50% over you know, July and August were, were getting there on time. So it's really good improvement. And I expect that we'll see that improvement week by week as more hires happen and they're trained and then they're into the system for the WestJet group. And I expect Air Canada will be, will be the same. So curious to see. I'm sure you'll be watching it for us. Thanks, Claire. Yeah. Thanks so much, Raji.